having underwritten probably a few hundred multifamily deals now at this point in my investing career, the majority of the return goes to the passive investor. Like I, I feel like if you find a really highly qualified syndicator who knows what they're doing and aligns with your values, then if you want to just get return on your money, there's no shame in you know putting your dollars to work with someone else who has built this into a business. So I'll, I'll tell you that my reason for choosing to first uh, invest passively is because I got to see what communication looked like. All right, guys, welcome again to another amazing episode. Today we have Mandy McAllister. Uh, Mandy is an amazing uh, real estate professional. She also has a uh, medical sales background. Uh, her LinkedIn says, My Scent Ninja, eternal leader, uh, investing enthusiast, mentor, and uh, connector. So she has a lot of traits and a lot of things we can pick at. Um, and I'm excited to hear uh, she came from a, a recommendation from uh, another previous guest. And she's recently closed a few multifamily deals from what I understand. Mm -hmm. So we'll dive into that a little bit of, of her mindset and some actionable items into how uh, you can also do it or be part of these types of investments. So Mandy, if you could start real quick, give us a quick rundown of your, your background and how, uh, how you got into this because you also have a W2 job from what I understand. Right? I do. Yeah. So I still, to this day, since uh, 2006, I've been in medical device sales. As soon as I finished uh, grad school, I started in, in medical device sales and always had kind of been curious about uh, multifamily, oh, well, investing in real estate in general. And it just so happens that, you know, through all of my analysis, paralysis and learning, uh, the first asset that I ended up buying was a uh, fourplex. So I saw that, oh my goodness, scale immediately. Let's uh, let's never turn back to single family stuff. So uh, I, I took down that first small multi in 2016 and kind of never looked back. But I'll tell you one thing I am pretty proud of is um, I just hit the dollars in from passive income that I need to see in order to replace my day jobs income. So I'm now at the point where I'm going to be doing this day job as long as it's fun. So uh, it's neat to kind of have that the option. You mm -hmm. have an option. Mm -hmm. I love that. So you took the, the shackles off and you, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, uh, that's great. So then let's talk a little bit about your, your recent uh, deal. You, you closed on the deal. Uh, yep. So, um, you know, went from that four to a six to like an eight or something and just kind of small multis kind of all doing it by myself. And I knew I wanted to go bigger. So I ended up buying into a syndication to learn a little more about the ropes of the larger stuff. And uh, from after that, you know, I ended up uh, partnering up with someone who his abilities are, are you know, what I'm strong at, he's not the strongest at, and what he is strong at, I am not strong at. So it's it's a real, like it's an excellent partnership in my opinion. And from that, we took down a 53 unit complex in the Indianapolis market in September of this year. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about the steps of doing that and what prepared you for it. Is your strong suit more on the investing, on the raising capital? Is it more on the deal flow acquisition side? Um, are you more of a management type? Where where's your expertise lie? 
Yeah. So, I mean, I, I have a lot of hands-on experience managing my own stuff. Uh, you know, I've handed over subsequently <clears throat> to property managers, but, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I know, um, kind of where things get held up, what turnover should look like, things like that. So the management stuff, I've had a good bit of experience on, and I'm kind of the, uh, the, kind of the, he calls me the chatty Kathy. So I'm kind of the, the talker of us. Um, and he is a commercial broker by training out of Chicago. So the thrill of the hunt for a deal is something that, gosh, he's got in spades. So uh, he, he's really great at making sure uh, he's got a, a tremendous deal flow going for our team. And, um, you know, I, I'm excited to build what we're building here with him. No, that's awesome. That's really cool. And then let's talk a little bit more about how you went ahead and found that deal. Mm -hmm. was, that, was that through a broker? Was that uh, off market? So because my business partner is a broker by training, um, you know, what he does for his day job is, you know, sends out postcards <clears throat> and tries to get people to sell their buildings, right? So he sees um, the return on investment of building uh, relationships with brokers because, you know, instead of being the ones sending out the postcards, we now have all of these teams that are doing all of that work in a far more scaled way than we could ever pull off on our own. So our choice as it is right now is to uh, build broker relationships. So that 53 unit came from a broker relationship. No, that's, that's great. And then, so let's talk a little bit more about what else you do? Because I see you also do uh, inspiring women achieve more, right? So you're also inspiring women. So what do you do for, in that aspect? Oh man, I I really believe that <clears throat> mindset is like at least eighty percent, maybe ninety percent, maybe even more of anything that you're doing. So if you are, you know, if you tell yourself you're not ready for something, then you are not ready for it. You know, if you decide you're ready for something, then, you know, you will figure out a way <clears throat> to make it happen. And it's, I've kind of always played in these boys clubs, you know, so I was a um, professional trader and on the floor of the board of trade for my first job out of undergrad. And then <clears throat> after that, I did a master's in economics, also a boys club and medical device sales, kind of a boys club, uh, buying commercial real estate for sure, a boys club. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, this aspiring women achieving more was kind of born of um, some friends of mine and me who, you know, we saw this need for lifting women, lifting up other women and a place to be inspirational to each other, to really share our wins. So, you know, it kind of just started as a book club morphed into a, a Facebook group. And now here we are eight or nine months later, and we've got 1700 members, women that come to us daily for uh, a little dose of uh, inspiration. Wow. That's really amazing right there. That's really cool. So where, where do you see yourself going in the next few months and, and years, short term, long term? Yeah. So um, we did a bit of a kind of a goal setting session with my uh, multifamily partnership for that those indie deals. And I we're all in agreement that we want to expand that footprint. We want to build this into a business. And at some point, uh, venture outside of our joint venture box and bring on additional investors. So that's kind of um, 
one of the things I've been working on is uh, networking with investors, figuring out what criteria makes sense, making sure that we um, have pre-qualified and established appropriate relationships for subsequent deals that we end up doing. Um, at some point in the next couple of years, I highly suspect that I'll move into the real estate world full time. Um, but like I said, it, I still love my medical device job and the people I work with. So I'll do that till it's not fun anymore. That's awesome. That's really cool. So what actionable items can you give our audience as far as, hey, you know, I, I did the fourplex thing. I did the mm -hmm. residential thing. And now I want to go multifamily. And would you, because it's hard to go from passive to active investor, but what would you recommend for someone to figure that out on their own? What is their best strategy of going yeah. about, right? You know, I'll be honest that having underwritten probably a few hundred multifamily deals now at this point in my investing career, the majority of the return goes to the passive investor. Like I, I feel like if you find a really highly qualified syndicator who knows what they're doing and aligns with your values, then if you want to just get return on your money, there's no shame in, you know, putting your dollars to work with someone else who has built this into a business. So I'll, I'll tell you that my reason for choosing to first uh, invest passively is because I got to see what communication looked like. I got to see what reports looked like. I got to see what, you know, types of returns and when returns happened and when I got my K-1 and all of those things so that I kind of have a basis for uh, expectation when I'm moving into syndication. But what I'll also tell you is uh, I didn't want to mess with my liquidity because I knew that these small multis were, was kind of building a floor for my solely owned stuff, like a, a floor of passive income that was going to come in that I could depend on really kind of no matter what, um, that helped me figure that I can make the, the jump if I want into real estate full time. Um, but the, the idea of, um, you know, you kind of, it, it's not a bad idea to passively invest. I didn't want to mess with the liquidity. This is, where, this is where I was going. I didn't want to mess with my liquidity. So I self-directed an IRA because you can't invest those funds yourself in a syndication if you're the active syndicator, but you can self-direct IRA funds and put them with someone else as a passive investment. So it was a neat way to jump in, do the learning and have all of my kind of active liquidity still available to me. No, that, that is sweet. That's great. And how do you, so how do you make it work with uh, your partner and how do you, how do you make, are you bringing on any other partners? How, how is that working? As it stands right now, we um, we're looking at assets that are a little bit smaller. You know, like if if you've attended boot camps, whatever, like it it makes the most sense to scale up over call it a hundred units because you you can afford your own property management. But right now, there's so many people looking at these super sizable deals that we've we've chosen to you know. We love the market that we're in. We love the strong population growth, GDP growth, job growth. Um, what are we willing to give up so that we're we're a set of, you know, a smaller pool looking at these deals? We've chosen to give up that size on individual deals. So we're looking at 50, 70-ish in there uh, unit deals. So for the for the time being, 
um, it's it's the three of us. It's uh, this active general partnership, uh, general joint venture that we're um, dealing with taking down as many assets as we can to build that footprint. But we do see we're, we're looking into other markets. We haven't made a real choice, um, but we're we're planning to the next step is to take on investors. Okay. And what does a good deal look like for you guys? Yeah. So the model that we're looking for right now and the kind of general syndication model is, is a little bit different in my opinion. Uh, the three of us have are very cash flow driven. Um, you hear a whole lot about value add, value add, right? So um, a lot of people are looking at that. So how can we, you know, maybe give up a piece to be the fewer set of eyes looking at things? What we want is yield. What we want is built-in cash flow for a long time, right? So we we got uh, we this was a stabilized asset that we bought. It had already gone through the value add process. It was newly rehabbed by a team that did a really great job with a really strong reputation in the indie market. Um, we we bought it and ended up putting super long-term agency debt on it. It's a Fannie Mae loan uh, with a 15-year term and eight years of it. Eight years is interest only. So it's it's 10% cash on cash year two. High nines year one, uh, double-digit cash on cash by year two. That's what we need to see in order to have these kind of longer-term plays. Got you. Are you um, outsourcing property management or are you guys handling that? We are. We're out. We are using a third party who um, my business partner has had a, a working relationship with the owners of that company for, gosh, a decade or so. Uh, also, they own some property, um, some apartments in the kind of general vicinity of where this 53 unit is. Uh, I would call ours a pretty strong B plus asset and their asset kind of a C minus. So there's no concern of um triaging tenants differently because they attract just different people. Uh, yeah. But we we have a strong working relationship with them. And until we get to a large enough footprint, we'll continue to work third party. Okay. So you are looking at eventually do a vertical integration? Absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, gosh, we want to see at least like call it 500 plus units. And if we're taking these buildings down 50 at a time, it's going to be yeah. a bit before we get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. No, and it's all about the long-term game, not, you know, it's mm -hmm. not a get-quick-rich scheme. Um, so, you know, you know, you, you inspire a lot of women. So what do you have to say to any other woman out there as far as like, hey, you know, this is something you can get into and you, you can, you know, make your name in it. What would you have to tell them? You know, I, what's funny is like literally the second before this call, uh, I jumped over from a woman who is a big time, badass luxury broker for real estate. And she has always dreamed about investing in real estate. And these ideas of, I just can't do that. And I don't have the money and I don't have the time. That's bullshit. That's complete BS. That's all mindset, right? Like those are all these like limiting beliefs that you've just made this decision in your head that this is something that you can't do. And you know what, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So I, I'm telling you, the minute you get around people 
that are doing the stuff that you want to do. Someone that looks like you, someone that, you know, is, it comes from a background like yours. I'm a, I'm a farm kid from a town of 800 people. So if you, you know, ever need a bale, Hey, I got you. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not special in any way. And anyway, I just refuse to believe that I can't figure it out. And I'm here to tell you that male, female, black, white, purple, you can figure it out if you put your mind to it. Yeah. Okay. No, that, I, I completely agree and resonate with that. I think coming as a, a Latino into this, mm-hmm. into syndication, very few of us. And when I do bump into a few, I'm like, yay. <laughs> you know what though? I'll, I'll tell you, like I, I had this epiphany like two years ago, like about a year into kind of going pro on multifamily stuff that, you know, I can either choose to look at this as like my Achilles heel, this thing mm-hmm. that holds me back, or I can use it as my competitive advantage. Like I'm one of the, you know, there's not a ton of women in commercial real estate investing and I get to be one. So when people think women in commercial real estate, the chances of them thinking about Manny McAllister are, you know, bigger than if they were, you know, if I were one of many, do you know what I mean? One of like all of the white dudes that are doing this stuff. So in order to, you know, use this as a competitive advantage, people do mailers. I actually happen to have this right here. So I don't know if you put this on YouTube, but I have, I did my mailer of, you know, my baby picking his nose. And it says, when it comes time to sell your apartment building, pick us. And we called ourselves the cash flow moms. And the idea is people will remember that, you know? That is great marketing right there. I love that. Thank you. So how do you take whatever is your quote unquote disadvantage and make it your competitive advantage? Oh man, I I love that. I really do. That's Mm -hmm. that's great stuff right there. Um, Yeah, no. And then I think for the sake of time, because I know we're both unlimited, but we're going to have to just tell tell the audience where they can find you and and, and reach you. Yeah, sure. So... um, because my interests are so widely variant uh, with aspiring women, with investing, with all kinds of stuff, um, I started MandyMcAllister.com. The easiest place to see all the weird stuff I'm into is, is there. So, Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. And for all the, the listeners out there, go ahead and leave us another five-star review. Give us some feedback and, and shoot us a message. Anything you want to talk about, we're, we're available and we're out.